What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend, a little time off from work. I don't know how it's been in the rest of the country, but in New Jersey and New York, it's been such a rainy, dreary summer, and every weekend has been just rain, humidity, nothing special. So we actually had a beautiful weekend this week, and I had such high hopes for it. I was like, I'm going to go to the beach on Saturday or to the pool. I'm going to get a nice like tan. It's going to be fantastic. I'm going to go out at night, have a great Saturday. And then I proceeded to just get very drunk on Friday night, not intentionally at all. So what happened was my, one of my really good friends, and I've posted about him a few times on my page, but one of my really good friends is a DJ. So he's been living in Miami for a while, but he's home for a few months. He's playing a show in the city. So I was like, oh yeah, like I'll totally go. And my whole plan, you know, me and my cousin were going, I was like, you know, we're going to drive to the train station. Um, We're going to take the train into the city. We're going to have a great time. And then 1230-ish rolls around or whatnot. Let's Uber back to the train station and get the heck out of here. And you can sleep over my house. Like, well, like I'm going to go to the beach tomorrow. She was going to go home, go to Westchester where she went to school to see some people. Um, The madness all started. So before the pregame, you know, we got to the city because we're, we're, we're kind of dependent on the train time. So we get to the city and we're like, oh, what should we do? So we, we find the area that we need to be in and we're like, let's just go sit at a restaurant, like a bar at a restaurant and just chill out a little bit. So we find this nice place. Um, we sit down. She orders a beer. I order a drink. Nothing special. We're just minding our own business. Somehow along the way, like we end up making friends with one of the waiters. I don't know. First he complimented my shoes and then like he was flying in and out. I went to the bathroom and I came back. My cousin said that he like kind of like tried to trick her into getting like he was like, oh, you know, like I'll drink um, I'll, I'll drink a margarita with you if you get them or whatever. Just being funny. Like we're just like being funny with this guy. And he walks away and he comes back with three shots in his hand. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't like a shot type of night, but it's already in front of me. So I guess I have to take it. And it hit me like almost immediately. I was like, okay, let's chill for a while. And basically, long story short, that's just how the the rest of the night went. People already buying shots, me being like, well, they already bought it. So I got to take it. Can't be a bitch. And that's my whole thing. Like when I go out, it's like, oh, like I'm not a bitch. I can handle this. And then the next morning I'm like, you know, you didn't need to prove anything to anybody. Nobody was, nobody was asking. Um, but yeah, so in, in consequence, I spent my Saturday being very hungover. And I think I mentioned this last week, but honestly, I've been doing such a great job and having such a great time going out lately and just not getting drunk, not, not drinking, you know, but it's like, I can't hang the way that I did when I was in college anymore. And one heavy night of drinking will put me out of commission for like two days. And somebody asked me on my Instagram poll 
today. So I was like, this is such a great topic to elaborate on. I think the question was something like, how often do you drink and does it set you off of your routine the next day? So I like to go out. Like, I don't know, I'll go out once a weekend or so. Um, But what I've been doing is I've been having like one drink or two drinks over the span of like hours at a bar so I could drive home because I want to sleep in my bed. Like I don't need to be running around. I can have a fantastic time. I could dance my little butt away. Not drunk. That's just me. I don't know. I, I can do that. It's not necessary. Um, so I've been having a great time doing that. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm not hungover and I make myself breakfast and I get on with my day, but shit happens. And every once in a while, there's going to be one of those nights where I take it too far. Just, you know, let loose, take the shots. Why, why not? Uh, and that was what, what this Friday night was for me. So yeah, I woke up Saturday, just wasn't hungry the whole day, sluggish, drank like ginger ale because my stomach hurt, which I normally don't drink soda. So I was very off of my routine and it was just a nice reminder. Yep, Liz, this is why we don't love doing this anymore. But regardless, I had fun. Saturday was a nightmare and I'm going to do a little roast here, a little public roasting because I have to. Um, and I, I think my friends see this one coming, but so I woke up Saturday morning in Hoboken and went to my friend Hunter's apartment. Hunter is one of my really good guy friends, really good friends in general. We have like a brother sister relationship. He's going to hate me for saying that, but it is what it is. Um, so anyway, I show up in my, in my clothes from like the night before you know, because I didn't intend on um, sleeping on a couch. I intended on sleeping in my bed. But anyway, so I'm in my clothes from the night before. I go, I get up to Hunter's apartment, me and my cousin. He's on the phone with our friend JC. He's like, oh, uh, me and JC are going to go get IHOP. Do you guys want to come? And I'm like, yo, I haven't had IHOP in a minute. Pancake sounds really good right now. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Get into JC's car. First of all, JC's like driving and his chair is just horizontal. Like he is so lounged that it's almost like, why do they make driver's seats be able to go back this far? Just not logical at all. But I told you guys, I'm, I'm doing this new thing now where I get car sick in the back of cars. So on the 20 minute drive to IHOP because of the traffic, I'm just trying to convince myself that I'm not going to throw up in the back of this car partially because of the hangover and partially because I simply just can't sit in the back of cars. It's not great for me. So I make it to IHOP. All safe. Don't worry. I walk in. Everybody, and this is a ratchet IHOP. This is like not like a suburban IHOP. It is just ratchet. And I walk in and I'm the ratchet one. Everybody is staring at me in my heels, in my skirt. I'm like, you know what? I don't even care because I'm honestly clinging onto life by the threads right now. Sit down, look at the menu. I'm like, oh, I want everything. I'm so hungry. So I ordered pancakes. I ordered like, they're these like protein pancakes that were lemon and blueberry, which sounds right up my alley. So I go, delicious. And then JC's like, oh, I want to get these breakfast crepes too. With like, they had like eggs, hash browns, bacon. He's like, do you want to split one? So I'm like, yes, ideal. I get the savory. I get the sweet. I'm so hungry. I'm about to have a whole meal. 
my pancakes come. I take like two bites and I'm like, no, no, I simply can't continue to eat this and keep it down. There's just no shot that this stays down. And me, so everybody else is enjoying their food, wolfing it up, and I'm just sitting there like, fuck me, dude. I want to go home. So there's, so I, I don't even know where we were. I think we were in like Jersey City or something to go back to Hoboken because my train's at the train station from the night before, right? We could go back to Hoboken, which is where Hunter and JC live and need to go back. Um, and I could take the train from there, but there's not a direct one to my train station. I would have to transfer. And I was just, I didn't want to figure that out. So I was like, JC, would you mind driving me to the Newark train station? Because I could take the one from Newark to my train station and not have to get off any stops. And he's like, yeah, like no problem. It's so, it's so close. So I'm like, oh, perfect. So we fit, well, they finish their IHOP. I just sit there like an idiot with my pancakes in front of me. Um, Anyway, they finish their IHOP, and we get in the car. He puts in the address. I, I'm, like, fighting with Hunter over this front seat. I was like, you do not understand, like, the repercussions of what will happen if I sit in the back. And he's like, uh, I don't care. It's not my car. I don't care if you throw up. And I'm like, you just need to grow up for five seconds. I just need you to sit in the back. And he's, like, sitting back there being like, oh, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm a grown-ass man sitting in the back. This is, a, this is disgusting. This is a shame or whatever. And I'm just like, shut up, shut up, shut up, grow up. So we're on our way. I look at the, now I have like the NJ Transit app up on my phone. And I'm like, all right, train's coming in 15 minutes. We're supposed to be there in eight minutes. I'll have time. And we're driving closer and closer to the airport. And I was like, wait, did you put in Newark Penn Station or did you put in Newark International? because there's two train stations and one's near the airport. So GC's like, oh my God, I just put in the airport. I don't know why I put in the airport address. He didn't put the airport's train address. Like he was like fully taking me to departing flights right now at the airport. So instead of like, like, like putting in the right directions, he just cancels it, the maps, and continues to drive. And we're like, um, do you know where you're going? And he was like, no. Oh, why did I cancel that? And I'm like, bro, I don't know. Give me the phone. So I put in the actual train station. Put it in. We're behind the slowest of slowest cars. And we're screaming at JC. We're like, move over, pass him. And JC's like, nah, nah, like, I'm good, I'm good. And I'm like, you're per- like, Jersey drivers are bad to begin with, okay? We get road rage like like the snap of a finger. But I had somewhere to be that was like very time sensitive. So I was like, bro, I am literally begging you to pass this car. Like there's a left lane and you can use it. Please do. And he would spend time going, oh, should I, should I pass him? Should I move? And at that point it was like, well, now you can't. So, so that kept happening. We get to a roundabout. Now it's saying like, well, I'll get there with three minutes to spare. So I'm like, okay, I could do that. I can run. I'll figure out what train track I'm on. I could do that. We get to a roundabout and he takes the wrong exit on the roundabout. So we're like, really? Now we got to go back, turn around, get back on the roundabout. 
almost takes the wrong exit again. Again. Takes the right one, pulls into the wrong parking lot, backs up, pulls into another parking lot that you have to pay for, backs up. At this point, I'm still on the car and there's one minute until my train comes. So I was like, dude, you blew it. You blew it. We were originally supposed to get there with like 15 minutes to spare. And now I missed my train. Okay. So you could drive me back to get my car because I'm, I'm also so like reminder, so hungover. Like I so hungover. I do not want to be in a vehicle. I was actually really excited to get on this train and sleep for like 45 minutes until it got, it took me until I got back to my car. So now I'm like kind of annoyed. And JC's like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Um, I'll drive you to your car. And I'm like, yeah, please do. But meanwhile, Hunter's still in the back seat. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I am not driving 45 minutes south. I got things to do today. And JC's all like, nah, Hunter, you're in it. You're in it for the long run. Like you can't, like, we, we can't go back to Hoboken. It's going to take too much time. So Hunter's freaking out now because he's sitting in the back seat of this car making a stink about how he's a grown-ass man sitting in the back of this car. I'm just trying to not vomit, honestly. I'm like, I, I am so uncomfortable. And if you're not from Jersey, everybody from up north comes down to the shore on the weekends in the summer because it's the beach and it's nice. And that just so happens to be the area that I live in, like all times of the year. So we get on the turnpike and we just, we, we immediately halt to standstill traffic. The time on the GPS is just going back and back and back. And we're telling him, take the trucks and buses lane. It goes faster. Doesn't take the trucks and buses lane. We're literally yelling at him, like, please get out of the right lane. Like, we're, like, please go in the left lane. Everybody just wants to get to their vehicles and get home. He is driving 10 miles under the speed limit. I'm not even joking. The entire time going, don't worry, I'm kicking it right now. I'm like, JC, you are quite literally kicking absolutely nothing. You are actually going five miles under the speed limit right now. So eventually I got home. I, by the time I got home, it was like three o'clock. Okay. Like three o'clock. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm sweating. I smell bad. I'm so hungover. And my whole day was, was honestly spent in the car being hungover a piece of trash. So that's my story. And that's my personal reminder to myself that I don't like to take shots anymore and that they're not necessary And that I love the feeling of having a good time when I'm basically sober and going home after. So yeah, that's my interesting, that's my interesting story of the week. What else did I want to talk to you guys about before um, I get into things here? Oh, guys, okay, shifting gears a little bit. I started the bear last week because everyone's been talking about the bear and the Emmy nominations, and what is his name? Jeremy Allen White, like from Shameless. I liked him. I like Shameless. And there were half-hour episodes. I've heard great things, so I turned it on. Um, it's not bad. Like, I watched most... I'm, I've gotten through most of the first season. It's not bad. I don't not enjoy it, 
But it is stressful TV. Like for a comedy, it is very stressful. And this isn't giving anything away, but if you haven't watched it, it takes place like in a, in a restaurant basically. And everybody the entire time is just yelling at each other, yelling orders, fighting back and forth, the, just the panic of, oh, we're not prepared for this. Like, why is the chicken still being roasted? Like, and the way that they're screaming, it just always creates panic where I'm like, God, the stress, like the show's kind of making me a little stressed out. Like it's not, I don't, it's not a How I Met Your Mother. It's not a Parks and Rec. It's not even shameless. It's, I don't know. It's not bad television, but if you're going to watch it, like be prepared to feel like stressed and bothered by it. And those are my two cents on the bear. I think I'm going to finish out season one. I have like one more episode to go or whatever. And then I'm going to start watching um, the summer I turned pretty because I heard that there's a lot of Taylor Swift. And that says all that I need to say about that. Another thing I want to talk to you guys about I did an in-body exam this week. If you do not know what an in-body exam is, let me paint you just a, just a quick little picture. I've been doing this since uh, 2018 when I became a personal trainer. Um, the the per- place that I in-person train has an in-body machine. It's basically this machine you stand on with your bare feet, you grab these handles, and it uses bioelectrical impedance analysis. So like little currents up your body to take all these stats about you, body fat percentage, your lean muscle mass, how much water's in your body, where your lean body mass is distributed, and you put in your phone number as your ID, so over time, it paints like a little graph for you and you get to see. So I think I told you guys a little bit last week, I dove a little bit into this, but I've just not been like 100% dedicated to my cut which sounds pretty bad. Like I've just been slacking a little. I haven't been doing terrible, but I know I'm not where I'm at last year. So I, I took the M-body and was able to get all these stats on myself. Um, I'm not the lowest that I've ever been. That was last summer, but it's still so cool to see where I am now versus where I was. I have the most muscle mass that I've ever had right now. Like actually, I think I'm like 52 or 53 pounds of muscle mass, which is the highest I've ever been. So it's super, super cool. And it's also just a, it's a good way where you can kind of cross check it. Like if you have a health app on your phone, Um, I found that the data was pretty accurate for the most part, like pretty similar. Um, And when body dysmorphia comes into play, because that thing can be a silent killer, this is the literal science facts that tell you what is going on with your body. So if you go to a gym that has one as part of like a personal training package, I would recommend getting like one or two a year. They're honestly like, they tell you a lot and they're pretty interesting. So that was, I just wanted to share that piece of information for you in case you guys didn't know what it is or you've seen them around. Super, super cool. Super, super cool. And I need to work on getting my body fat percentage down because I'm at, I'm at a 22 right now, which isn't horrible, but I would like to sit around a 20. So we're going to get there through hard work and consistency, yada, yada, yada. That though, I mean, that's really all that happened this week. You know, I kind of just went today. This week was a crazy week at work. It always ebbs and flows where it's like, sometimes I'm chilling. I have no stress, no worries in the world. And then the next week I'm like, all hell is crashing down on me. I am stressed. So 
that was this past week for me, but I still got all my workouts in. We made it through, and here we are on another Monday. Yeah. So those are my those are my interesting stories, but I don't want to keep babbling on because I could go forever, to be honest. So let's cut the crap and let's get into this week's episode. I have never been more excited to talk to you guys about highlights in the short, short history of this podcast. And that's why I do it. It's part of the reason why I do it is because, you know, a lot of the weeks I'm just coming on here and telling you guys, you know, pick up something small that happened. There's always something to be grateful for. There's not going to be a huge moment every week, but then there is a huge moment. And I'm like, I cannot wait to tell these people that the highlight of my week was not the fact that I ate nachos for dinner or something like that. So I'm super, super excited. I'm going to start off with my health and fitness related highlight because that one is not so exciting. Um, My health and fitness related highlight was clear to me the second that it happened this week. And this is going to be a true testament to see if some of my friends listen to this podcast, but I was doing hip thrusts as I do. I had three plates on each side and it's honestly a bitch to clean up. Nobody likes to clean up their hip thrust. Nobody likes to put together their hip thrust. It literally is harder than the hip thrust itself, especially, you know, they don't tell you when you start lifting weights, you know, be careful. The stronger you get, the more cleanup it's going to be and you're not going to like it. So every week is a battle versus me and carrying the plates that are half my size across the gym. So that's exactly what I'm doing after my hip thrusts. I put one plate away. I go to put another plate away. I turn around. The owner of my gym and my friend, so John and Ty, are standing there cleaning up the rest of my hip thrusts for me. I was like, boys. This is quite literally the nicest thing anybody has done for me this week. And it's so funny because that really is a small thing. You know, I didn't hit any PRs this week. I didn't like do anything crazy. I had some good workouts, but that little act of kindness, I was like, my, you don't know how you just made my day. Like I, that was literally six plates that I didn't have to clean up. And it just, whew, what a nice surprise. You know, it's the little things. Because I also see, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm one of those people where I don't really like to be asked for help or, or if I need help in the gym. Or like, you got it? Like, I'm always like, yeah, I got it. If I need help, I'll ask somebody, which sometimes happens when I can't reach things, which is embarrassing. Anyway, I hate though, like, I, like, because I carry that attitude and I, I definitely like portray, I like mention that on social media. I'm telling you guys right now, like I publicize it. But when I see like a guy staring at me and I'm cleaning up my hip thrust, I just so badly want to be like, do you like, are you going to help? Or are you just going to sit here and watch me lug 45 pounds back and forth across the gym? Okay. Okay. So it was a really, really nice surprise that they did that for me. And I would like to take a moment to say thank you and my heart rate and my energy levels. Thanks you. Now, for the non-health and fitness related highlight. I know that I said I didn't do much. I literally just finished telling you guys that that was pretty much it for my week. But there was one, one, one story I had to save. 
Like I told you guys, I was severely hungover on Saturday. I like was just gone. I was a lost cause. Um, but one of my friends from work was going down to a bar by me, like at the shore, and she's never down here. But she was with her. She was there with her friends, and I, we had been talking all week. Like, I'm gonna go. Like, I'm gonna meet up with her. It's gonna be so much fun. She wanted to get a picture together. We don't really get to go out out together a lot. So I was really looking forward to it. And then I woke up on Saturday wanting to die, just feeling so beyond ill. I felt ill for the entire day. And I'd actually texted her and was like, dude, I don't think I can make it out. And then I was sitting there and I was like, yeah, you know, you should. You should just go. Just go for a little bit. She'll understand. She knows that you feel awful. You can drive there so that way you can leave whenever you want to. It'll force you not to drink, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what? We're going to pull it together. I'm going to go. So I pulled together a little outfit. I actually liked it very much. I thought my outfit was cute. I drive there. Um, we get in. I'm like, I'm just going to have a seltzer. Like I would just love a seltzer water. Not even not even a white claw, just a plain seltzer so I could hydrate. Um, and let's, let's have an hour. I'll stay out for, until like... Uh, and I'll stay out for like an hour and then I'll go home. It'll be fine. So all the girls, like my friend and all of her friends are sitting, are standing at the bar waiting to get a drink and just kind of discussing like what, like who was going to order and what they were going to get. So I'm not really involved in this conversation because I was like, somebody just get me a seltzer and I'll be good. And I turn to my right and I just see Rhea Chiffo and Marty Mush standing right there. And if you know anything about me in the slightest, whether we're actually friends or you just know me from the internet, you know I love Chicks in the Office. Chicks in the Office is my shit. Chicks in the Office is part of the reason why I even you're listening to me do this podcast right now. Love it. And because, you know, like bar, the it's based out of the Barstool office in New York, um, I think, I believe Rhea lives in Jersey City, but Fran lives in New York City a lot. But my friends would occasionally run into them at bars up in Hoboken or when they came down the shore in the summer. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, I just want to meet Rhea. I would love to meet Rhea. So I see her and I scream. I screamed out loud. I don't think she heard it though, but I screamed. I said to, I think I screamed to Tamara. I said, I'll be right back. And she was like, okay. So I go over. And proceed to have the most awkward conversation I, I possibly could have had. I lost all ability to formulate thoughts or collect my brain cells. So I, she looks like she's about to walk past me. So I just tap her and she like jumps a little bit. And then, and, and now I'm nervous. Now I'm like, oh my God, I just scared her. Why am I like, am I close to her face? Am I too close to her face? What is going on? So she looks at me and I'm like, I'm so sorry to bother you. I just have to tell you, I love your podcast. And she's like, oh my God, what's your name? So I was like, oh, I'm Liz. And she was like, oh, well, nice to meet you. And I'm trying to think of anything cool to say. I'm thinking, you know, like I'm trying, and these are in my head, like in this moment, I'm thinking, should I say like, oh, like I hate, I like, I know it's really awkward. Like, I don't know. I never know what to say when people come up to me, but I just really had to reach out to you. Um, Should I be like, oh yeah, my brother showed me your podcast because he used to work for a bar stool. Like, anything I could have possibly said. But instead I was just like, yeah, love the podcast. It's a, it's my favorite. Listen all the time. And she's just like, thank you. Because what else do you say? 
like, what else do you say to that? And I'm about to ask, like, do you mind if I take like a Snapchat with you? My friends are going to freak. I think I might have said my friends keep have run into you and, I'll, and I never have. I might have said that. That's really embarrassing. I hope I didn't. I really hope I didn't say that. Um, but I'm about to t- ask her to take a selfie and Noah walks up, the producer. And Noah and I follow each other on my personal Instagram. So now I'm like, damn it. I'm going to like, now I'm going to look like a fangirl and stuff and like lose my, lose my street cred with this kid. I can't ask for a selfie, even though like, like, what does this guy probably care? So instead I try and rebound myself to look cool in front of Rhea um, and just go up to know. And I go, oh, hi. Well, first I wave to him as if like we know each other. And then I'm like, wait, we don't like, I know him. He doesn't really know me. Um, So I go up to him and I'm like, hey, I, I think like we follow each other. He's like, yeah, we, we follow each other on Instagram and just like sticks his hand out to shake my hand. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I shake his hand. I'm like, yep. And then I cap it off with a, well, enjoy guys and walk away. But enjoy what? This isn't my bar. This isn't my place. They've been here before. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I didn't say anything cool. I literally could have said anything. I literally, like, I don't, I don't like to pull the whole, like, oh my, my Instagram thing. But this would have been a, an appropriate situation to make myself look a little cool. Just a little. I also said absolutely nothing to Marty. He just stood there, like a very tall man, and I did not even say hi. I don't even think I looked because I was too nervous and overwhelmed. And I honestly just did not say one word to him. I just blew it. But nonetheless, I have been, I, I just love Chicks in the Office so much. It's my favorite podcast, especially because they talk about like a lot of places and stuff in my area. Um, so I was super, super hyped that I got to meet her, even though I have no photo evidence of it. I swear it happened. And you have to believe me. And if you want to ask her, I'm sure she'll say yes, just out of the kindness of her heart. She might not remember. But with that being said, those are my weekly highlights. I doubt next week's are going to be as exciting. So I am just going to bask in all the glory of this week's highlights. All right. So this week's topic was inspired by a very unfortunate event that happened to me this week. And it was the fact that I just got so severely bloated on Wednesday that honestly, like if, if I looked in the mirror, like if my stomach wasn't visibly inflated, I would have thought I had appendicitis. Like I was in so much pain. I can't even, I can't even begin to describe it. And I pretty much eat the same stuff from, from, like a day-to-day basis. So I don't know what happened, but all I can tell you is I hated it and we don't need to get into those details. But it made me think back to a time, uh, probably a year ago, maybe like a little over a year ago, where I was getting bloated pretty much every day. And I don't, you know, I feel like bloated has such a, like uh, this connotation of like bloated and appearance. Like the, Like that's the link. Like girls just being like, oh my God, I look so bloated today. Listen, I don't give a shit if I look bloated. If I look bloated, I'm going to put on a t-shirt and you're not going to see it. I give a shit when I feel bloated. When it feels like there's 
little fireworks going off in my gut. That is what bothers me. So there was a point like a year ago or so where this was happening pretty much every day around the same time. And I was like, what am I eating? What am I doing that's making me bloated? Like I take my greens in the morning. Um, like I don't, I don't really eat like a lot of salt. Like I, I was just very confused. My mom, who's a pharmacist, was like, why don't you take a look at the yogurts and stuff that you're eating and see if there's sucralose in it? And I was like, well, I don't really, I don't do the the zero sugar, sugar-free stuff or whatever. And she was like, I know, but a lot of people are using sucralose and I bet you that's the problem. And I said, why? What does sucralose do? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what I am here to tell you about today. Before I get into all the details and stuff, it's not the end-all be-all. You know, it's not like sucralose is the only thing that can make you bloated. Um, I also find that I can have small amounts of it daily, like it, like if it's in my, in my protein powder, because a lot of protein powders have sucralose in it, like then I'm fine. But I think I was just eating too much of it because I didn't realize that it was in some of the foods that I was eating and, and it was making me bloated. So I have my, I have my little article that I'm going to be referencing and I have a lot of scientific facts for you just to build the credibility. But here in, in dumb people terms, in terms that my brain understands, sucralose actually retains gas when it's in your body. So that's why it makes you feel bloated. So if you have too much of it and your body's retaining that gas, obviously you're going to be bloated. So I didn't realize, like I was eating the uh, Dannon Light and Fit Greek yogurts because they have such delicious and enticing flavors, but it has sucralose in it. So now I only eat Too Good or Oikos Triple Zero. I try and just really, really, really stay away from it because the feeling of being bloated is just so unpleasant. And since I've been paying attention to it, it it really does not happen on a regular basis anymore. So I found this article because I wanted to go more like in depth and actually give myself credibility for you guys. And this is from usrtk.org. I'm kind of deep in the article, so I'll tell you guys later what that stands for. Um, but I'm just going to read this off a little bit. What is sucralose and who owns it? Sucralose is synthesized by, oh, it's also known as E955 in the European Union. I don't live in Europe, and I've been in Europe, but maybe that's what you guys call it over there. I don't know. Anyway, it's synthesized by chlorinating the sugar sucrose by substituting three hydroxyl groups with chlorine atoms. Okay. Okay. So that's... Okay, sucralose is sucrose chlorinized, which already doesn't sound awesome. Do I want chlorine in my food? No. Sucralose was invented by accident huh? in 1975 when a laboratory leader at Queen Elizabeth College told an assistant to test the chemical, which he understood at the time as taste. After discovering the sweet taste of the compound, the team continued its scientific work. Oh, my God. So this was literally, sucralose was literally not meant to be eaten. And this guy ate it by accident because he failed to understand the English language. Oh my God. 
Um, sucralose is a marketing name Tate and Lyle invented with no science-based etymology. The compound's proper chemical name is... Not going to try and say that. Not going to try and say that. Um, in its first decade on the market, McNeil Nutritionals, then a subsidiary of Johnson & Johnson, marketed Splenda as made from sugar so it tastes like sugar. Sucralose is most commonly sold as Splenda. Other brand names include Cuchrin, Zero Cal, Novella, Candy, Sucrana, Candorol Yellow, and Sucra Plus. So just a little background on sucralose for you. I think I had the ne- like the wrong interpretation of it in my mind because I heard like, oh, it's a, it's a zero calorie sweetener, but it's made from real sugar. Yes, but I didn't know it was chlorinized and that it originally was invented to be a chemical not to be eaten and was literally eaten by accident. So just knowing that background is a little wonky. And I know people have done a lot of studies on long-term effects of, you know, Splenda and Diet Coke and all that stuff and how much you really need to drink for it to have like a negative effect on your like liver, intestines, digestive system, whatever. Um, But for me, it makes me bloated in the now. And I do not like that. So that is why I stay away from it. Let me find a different part of this article. If my face ID were blocked. What are the health risks of sucralose? Blah, blah, blah. This is going into a whole thing of, you know, leukemia, insulin impacts, and genotoxicity. I don't know. We don't need to go that, that too far. But I'm trying to see if it says, ha-ha, here we go. Irritable bowel syndrome. Isn't it funny how we all have, like, irritable bowel syndrome these days? It's because we're not educated about the stuff that we eat. Anyway, article reads, in a 2018 study published in inflammatory bowel diseases, wow, that sounds like a great magazine, doesn't it? Researchers found that given over a six-week period, the artificial sweetener sucralose worsens gut inflammation in mice with Crohn's disease. It had no substantive, 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 whatever, effect on those without the condition. Our findings suggest that patients with Crohn's disease should think carefully about consuming Splenda. Okay. Artificial sweetener could intensify symptoms in those with Crohn's disease. It promotes bad bacterial and intestinal inflammation. So it doesn't, I can't speak, it does create inflammation. So if you have Crohn's disease, they're, they're saying this could be a problem because Crohn's disease is already a problem with the bowels. We don't need anything to make them act more wonky than they already are. Um, I do not have Crohn's disease, obviously, but it still creates inflammation. And the reason why, which this article doesn't say, but my mother told me because she had to, she has to know chemicals for a living, is that it literally retains gas. That's just what the chemical does. Um, other thing, liver inflammation, sucralose consumption for six months altered the gut microbiome composition, fecal metabolites, metabolites and pro-inflammatory gene expression in the liver. The alterations included by sucralose consumption could affect the development of inflammation and further influence other physiological functions in the body. Same thing. 
okay? It's, uh, and then it goes into splendid susceptive advertising, whatever. The point is here, sucralose, I, like the long-term effects, um, people kind of go back and forth with, but it literally does retain gas. So it's not going to make you feel comfortable. If you deal with, and, and the reason why I wanted to share this with you guys is because I just, I know how uncomfortable it is to have that bloated, disgusting, painful, like, like sharp, painful feeling. So I was like, if I could get on here and tell y'all to just pay attention to the amount of sucralose you're eating, maybe that'll help you. And like I said, I typically, you know, it's in my protein powder and like my pre-workout. That's, that's really it. That's the only time I take it in. It's very small. I don't even have protein powder every day. Um, it's pretty hard to find like pre-workouts and stuff that don't have sucralose and that taste good. So I was like, you know what? I found a balance that works for me. I can have it in this very, very small dose and feel okay. Anything more than that, I will probably not feel well. So what I like to use um, also as a sugar, because I do not use Splenda or do the Diet Coke or anything, I personally like stevia or monk fruit. Granulated monk fruit tastes amazing. I put it in my coffee. You could put it in iced tea. Fantastic. And it doesn't make you bloated. So that's my rant on sucralose. We do not like sucralose on this podcast, if I wasn't clear about that. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Stay tuned next week for another interview. And if you didn't listen to my interview with Presley last week, highly recommend it. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Lifts with Liz. Subscribe to the podcast on YouTube at Lifts with Liz. And then follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. I hope you guys have a happy and healthy week. Get your asses off the couch. Get some movement in. Do not consume too much sucralose. And I will talk to you next Monday.